what's going on with these bank failures and how is it going to impact your customers' abilities to get mortgages? Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide and host through the show. Today, once again, is our monthly series called Learn with a Lender with Joel Schaub from Guaranteed Rate. Now, Joel is a vice president of lending at Guaranteed Rate. He's been doing loans at a high level since 2003. Uh, which by the way, 20 years, congratulations. And he's got to that level because of what he does specifically for agents, which is that he gives back part of his commission to the client, to the buyer on every transaction. Now, last year alone, Joel gave back uh, over $300,000 in closing costs to buyers who worked with him. And that put Joel's volume in the top one-tenth of 1% of all loan officers nationwide. In fact, out of 400,000 loan officers, Joel is currently ranked number 137. Uh, last year, he closed 319 transactions, his highest amount ever, uh, for $126 million. This year, to date, he has closed 43 uh, purchase transactions for just shy of $18 million. So if you are looking for a loan officer or a loan officer to partner with or for your customers, we cannot more highly recommend Joel. He's the very best we've ever worked with. Uh, I, I use him as well. Um, Joel can be reached at, here's his email, joel at rate.com, joel at rate.com. Or you can shoot him a text message or call him at 773-654-2049. Let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, Joel. Welcome back. DJ, thanks for having me on. I love that you made the Cubs reference. It's spring training. It is. It's like a new season, right? And it's kind of a new season right now for real estate agents out there as well. We were kind of talking before the show started about how people are getting more energetic and they're getting back into it. And there's just a lot to talk about today. It's it's exciting. The sun's coming out. So if if you're listening and you're in a in a northern part of of uh, North America where you haven't maybe seen the sun so much, um, it's starting to get a little warmer. Um, if you're in the southern part where it's always uh, sunny, then um, you know another sunny day down there. But um, yeah, it's it's exciting. We're we're starting to see activity as far as real estate, at least here locally in Chicago. The spring market has started. Uh, we we've, we've seen activity. Um, rates have, have been, you know, okay. And so I, I think buyers are, are 
back at it. Um, but curious to hear your your perspective because right now we're dealing with. Uh, well, by the time this releases, you know, um, this will be be probably after. But we we had some some banking uh, turbulence. Um, you know, we had Silicon Valley Bank, which which basically failed um, and is being recovered by by the U.S. government. You have a couple other smaller banks, regional banks, uh, being challenged as well, and then Credit Suisse overseas. So there's a lot of uncertainty around the banking uh, thing. And then it's also like, what's the Fed going to do? Are they going to raise rates, lower rates? How is that going to affect everything? Um, obviously our listeners want to know, obviously no one's got a crystal ball, but curious to hear what, what, what your interpretation of what's going on right now is all about. We're back to this phrase, DJ, where bad news is good news. Okay. And it's strange, but it's true. These bank failures actually put pressure on the fed to change the course of rate increases. So this bad news, which by any stretch of the imagination, having the second largest bank in history fail is bad news. And what that meant was more money rushing into the bond market. And as the price of those bonds went up, the yields went down and so did mortgage rates. And so even though we're not anywhere near the lows of the last six months in rates, the news is telling us that rates are down and it's an opportunity for agents to get back out and talk to buyers because rates are down significantly from just last week. And by the time this airs, we're probably going to see more of this continued rates and buyers are not afraid now to see rates in the sixes or sevens. I mean, that's just kind of the norm. And are you seeing normal. the same? Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're an agent right now, if it was a year ago, people seeing rates creep up into the fives or sixes, that put a halt on a lot of buyers. Now we're into a new year where that's the norm and we should see them continue to creep down, but we still will see the feds raise rates in the short term, but we're already looking ahead to what they do in 2024. And they're thinking that we're going to see a cut early next year already. Yeah, I think, you know, the maybe it's, Kind of a uh, a byproduct of our diminishing attention spans as Americans with technologies kind of I think zapped our attention spans TikTok in particular social media um, I think I think hopefully one of the maybe one of the benefits is that people who were upset that maybe they felt they missed the that that amazing rate uh, time period from a few few years ago um, I think the you know, I think we've forgotten. I think, I think it's, we're moving forward now. I feel like the, the public sentiment is changing. I don't, I don't hear as much from agents saying, oh, my clients are really bummed that they missed the three, you know, three plus percent kind of era. Um, I feel like we're, we're turning the corner on that. People are starting to realize, you know, the six is, is, is not a bad place to live and even the seven sometimes. Um, it's, it's not, it's not the worst place to date, uh, to date a rate. Um, and you can always like Joel, you say, you know, date the rate, marry the home, you know, you can always refi in the future. Um, so I think we're starting to get more acceptance from the public about the, about where we're at currently. But if I'm an agent, I'm also talking to buyers right now. I want them to know that there are rate options in the fours and fives. There's ways to do this. So let's talk about two things that Great. the agents that I know are really using seller buy downs to fund the rates. Okay. So let's talk about what that two one rate buy down looks like or a three two one rate buy down. Understand the mechanics of this. And this could literally make the difference of you getting a buyer that wants to write an offer or them waiting. Okay, so the problem 
is that rates are high right now and we think they'll be high for the next year or two. We can get sellers to give a closing cost credit to drive the rate down in the first one, two or three years. And so let's just take a minute and talk about how that works and how you can use this so that you can go educate buyers on this. And even if you're a seller, you've probably seen this come across your desk. So making sure that you understand this and can talk to your sellers about why the buyer is asking for a credit. Yeah, let's talk about it. 30-year fixed rate mortgages. They are right now in the mid sixes as the time of this taping. But if you got the seller to give a 3% closing cost credit, we can take the rate at any bank and drive that down for the next two years so that in the first year, the rate is 2% points lower. In the second year, it's 1% lower. And then for the rest of the life of the loan, it's fixed. So it's not hard to get rates that are in the fours right now. Sellers can pay for this and it really changes the monthly payment, DJ. People are saving hundreds of dollars by using this exercise. Yeah, no, it makes it makes sense. So the seller basically pays this concession, and does it go? It, does it go directly to to uh, the, the bank? I'm guessing. Does it go into? Uh, does it pay for principal interest, or it's just a yeah. part of the package? Or it's an escrow account, so the client doesn't lose the money. Let's say next year rates have dropped drastically, and we want to refinance. The money the seller gave is still there, and that would actually go to reduce the principal. So that's a whole Got other it. strategy. Okay. But let's talk about what that means. If you're listening and you're thinking, well, on a $500,000 home, why wouldn't I just take 15 grand off the price? I'll just, why mess around with all this? This seems like a magic trick or, you know, look at the math. If you take $15,000 off the purchase price, it might save about 90 or a hundred dollars a month on the payment. It's good. But if you take that same $15,000 and have the seller buy the rate down for the client on a $500,000 purchase, their payment would drop four to $500 a month. It's a big difference. Wow. Yeah. And that could make the difference for somebody that can afford a home and not afford a home. Okay. And it's not an excuse to go buy something higher than you're approved for. If you're not comfortable with the payment, with the way the rates are, let's not buy. Let's be honest with ourselves and be putting ourselves into something that we're comfortable with. It's just a way for the next two years while rates are high to get the seller to give us a lower rate. And I love lower rates. Yeah, we all we all do, and and at the same time, we also don't want to chase rates. It's like chasing the stock market. It's uh, any anyone who, any competent financial advisor will tell you don't chase the stock market. Um, you know, the smartest minds, financial minds in the country, have a hard time doing it, and I am certainly not one of those smartest financial minds. So I I certainly don't try to um, you know time the market as they say and in, in the in the equities market. Um, and the same thing with with rates, right? We we know that buying a home is a financial decision. It's a huge financial decision, oftentimes one of the biggest financial decisions of someone's life, but it's also a hugely emotional decision. And so I think the way that you solve for the fact that rates are higher than, than probably people would want them to be um, is to really focus on the why, right? Talking about the why, but also knowing that there are these creative financial strategies to make it more palatable along the way until you get to a place where maybe a refi makes sense. 
I'm so glad you said that because it's not an excuse to buy just because that rate is lower. It's just a nice added benefit. So if you're an agent, the last piece of this equation is just writing it on the contract as a seller credit. There's nothing fancy about it. Listed as a seller closing cost credit. Almost every bank out there right now will do buy downs. I don't know a single bank right now that says we don't understand that. So work with a mortgage company that you know and make sure that they know how to execute a 2-1 rate buy down for your clients or a 3-2-1 rate down buy down for your clients and then go out there and submit offers that are designed to win and help. So that's one strategy. The other strategy to get lower rates right now is let's stop talking only about 30-year fixed rate mortgages, okay? There are so many options out there, whether we talk about 15-year terms, 20-year, 25-year terms, or looking at adjustable rate mortgages again, okay? They're coming yeah. back in. Arms are back. We take out, yeah, they're, think of this. If we think in the next two or three years, rates are going to be down and we don't have the crystal ball, is there a big downside risk in locking a rate for the next seven years? No, that's a great arm, right? I don't like three-year arms or five-year arms. I just don't. But I like the seven and 10-year varieties. And when you're borrowing serious money, all those jumbo arms are a lot lower. If you're borrowing in that million plus range, you can get jumbo arms down at five and a quarter, 5.125. Wow. And so speak with somebody about this. Don't just yeah. think that the 30-year fixed rate is the only option. There's yeah. a lot of it, options to get them lower. You just brought up a really good point. I hang out with a lot of realtors um, with my different um, – I, I you know do a lot of uh, association work. And so I'm around not even just realtors at our company, but realtors who who are you know all throughout the industry um, here in Chicago. And everybody only talks about the 30-year fix. That's absolutely so mm -hmm. true. Realtors only know one number for when it comes to lending, and that's the number they focus on. And you're so right that that is not the end-all, be-all number. It's just the most you know, discussed number is the 30 year fixed. So that is a really, really strong point is to remember there are other products with other, you know, options out there. Um, and not to, to think about the entirety of the mortgage lending sort of, um, industry as one number is, Oh, it's just, it's all based on a 30 year fix. No, it's just, that's just the most common number that people know, but there are other options like these buy down options and arms and et cetera. And why is it so common, right? It's because it's the lowest payment. Yeah. It's the lowest payment. You're paying over 30 years. And yes, that works for a lot of people. But you'd be surprised right now the number of people that are not interested in paying a loan for 30 damn years. Okay. <laughs> why are we paying it for so long? Yes, my payment will be a couple hundred dollars more. But if I can pay this loan off in 15 years and I can get a rate in the low fives, especially right now, I'm going to do that. If I have the bandwidth and I have a good income and my debt ratio is low enough, we really should be looking at those options or at least discussing them. Even if we ultimately do go with a 30-year fixed, having that conversation is something that you should be doing and making sure that you know what's available. Because a couple of years from now, when rates are even lower, maybe you end up going to a lower payment. But having lower interest right now is one of the key things that is uh, going to get people to buy a property. So now we've covered a lot of things. We've covered rate buy downs. We've covered other ways to make sure that we're not just having 30 year fixed rate conversations. So don't forget about arms. Okay. 
don't forget about lower terms so that you can get lower rates on mortgages. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. And I'm curious too, um, you work with a lot of top producers, uh, you know, in, in our, our area. I'm curious on what you're seeing them start to do this year, because we, we know that this is a, a you know, a, a more challenging market. 2023 so far has been tough. Uh, inventory is still challenging, although string market has accelerated things a bit. I'm curious in what you're seeing these top agents doing. I, I don't, what I'm not seeing is agents running and hiding or top agents running and hiding. So I'm curious because you have such direct connections to them. Um, I'm seeing them do a lot more events. I'm seeing, I'm seeing just a lot of uh, like uh, uh, customer events or, or client appreciation events, those kind of things I'm seeing. Um, so I'm just curious if, if you're noticing anything. And uh, you do a lot of those as well. If you're an agent right now, it's all about your sphere, making sure that you're getting out there and doing events. And these don't need to be big, over-the-top events. So we're doing so many things in Q1 right now in terms of getting out with agents and doing candle making parties and doing sips right doing wine tasting events we're doing march madness parties we're getting ready for the baseball season and setting up viewing parties things that are simple and getting back out there and it's just spending money okay you don't have to do a lot but if you're not doing something you're doing nothing Right. And so for the last couple of years, when COVID was kind of like the mainstay, right, we're finally getting past all of that. We're getting back out there. And so if you're not doing events, go partner with a mortgage person. All of these mortgage people would be willing to spend money on you. Okay. That's the reason why so many mortgage people hate me. I talk about this all the time. Go work with somebody that's willing to spend money on you. Because these mortgage people will call you left and right and tell you how fast they are on mortgages, how good they are. Say, hey, do you want to do an event? This event's going to cost me $4,000. Do you want to split it with me? The first person that says, yes, that's your person. Yeah. Somebody that steps up and wants to help you grow your business. Those are the people that are going to be in it for the long haul. Okay. So they're doing events and then they're doing client gifting. Okay. We're doing... St. Patrick's Day gifting. We did Valentine's Day gifting. We're doing all these off days, like National Pizza Day. Find a day, send something out to 50 people. Even if it's as simple as just uh, a, a small token gift, partner with a mortgage person. They want to help you and go out there and do events this year, do gift giving, and put it on them. A lot of these mortgage guys have done this with other agents and ask them, what are you doing with your other agents? You call me all the time asking for my business. Let's do some business together. Do you want to help me sponsor something? They're going to say yes. The good ones will at least. I interviewed a woman recently who's the number one team in her and her husband are the number one team in South Dakota. And I, she's so interesting. So such a neat, a, a neat woman, a uh, neat realtor. One of the things she does is they have a moving van, like, but a big one, like a kind of a, like a moving truck and not, not the, the biggest ones, but you know, like one that anybody can drive without yeah. a you know special license. Anyway, what she does, this is so brilliant. Is she says, anybody who works with me can use it at any time. Like, I don't care if you bought a home for me five years ago, you can just call me, you can use the van anytime. 
And on the side of it, on one side is her branding for her real estate practice. On the other side is her loan officer that she works with. And the loan officer, you know, pays to be on that side of the van. It pays for the lease of the van. And so it pays for itself because she's doing something that that you're and you know the loan officer is thrilled because his name's getting shot all over town and people are moving and they're seeing this and I thought you know I'm sure she's not the only person that's ever done this but boy that's a smart idea I had never thought of that um, and I thought what a cool thing and she goes it's great because in her in her local community she says everybody knows that they can just call me and borrow my van anytime whenever they need it at any point you know any of my clients and um, I was like that is genius. And that tells the story of somebody that's willing to spend money. And so go back to your partners right now. It doesn't have to be a new partner. It could be one of your mortgage people that you've worked with for years. Right now, more than ever, ask them to help you on something that you're doing. Okay. This is the key. That person was willing to pay a lease, right? That person can do a lot of things that are RESPA compliant. They can never pay you just to give them deals. There are so many ways that as long as it's less than 50% of the total spend, you can go out and partner with a mortgage person and put their money where their mouth is. We just had an yeah. event, yeah, over New Year's where the total cost was $8,000 and we wrote a check for 4000 of it. And these agents are getting deals because they're out there doing things. And that's what I encourage everybody who's listening to do. Think of one event that you can do. You don't have to go from no events to an event per month, but do one a year or one a quarter and partner with somebody that wants to help you with that on the mortgage side. It's, it's just all about relationships. And one of the best ways to deepen relationships is have social gatherings, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's a, a client appreciation event, whether it's a drop by gift, whether it's, Hey, I'm thinking about you, uh, you know, and and if you, if you're really budget, um, you know, if your budget is very tight, you know, then, there's other ways you, you you can you can do things, but but this is the time to partner. Like think creatively. Partner with a, a loan officer, who they can basically double your spend essentially uh, if you find somebody who who is is going to be helpful. And Joel and his team would love the opportunity to do that with you as well. Um, also, one thing that Joel and his team does that I think is exceptionally important, especially right now around all of the crisis that's happening financially, at least at the time of this taping again um hopefully it's resolved by the time this re- releases but <laughs> it won't um, be. but well yeah it probably won't be well we hope so hope, you're right just I hope, hope too we just hope that the adults are in the room at these uh the, at these big financial institutions making wise decisions to keep us all afloat uh but um one of the things that Joel that you do that I admire uh, quite a bit and it's very helpful for me personally is you send out a weekly email that your team puts together and and it and it highlights kind of here's what you need to know about what's going on in the lending world and it also even talks a little bit about kind of the broader financial picture and it's bite-sized stuff it's data points that agents they're questions that agents get all the time and agents have to really kind of comb the internet for their own answers. And I like the fact that you send that directly to my inbox once a week in a bite-sized way where I can read it, uh, you know, with, with, I can read it in 10 minutes and really digest it and be like, okay, now I'm, I'm more confident when I'm speaking to uh, a customer. And so I'm just, I want to make sure that any of our listeners know you can also get on Joel's email uh, newsletter list. Um, so you can receive these weekly updates as well. Uh, Joel, what's what's the best way they should do that? Well, yeah, that newsletter came about. It used to be private. I used to figure out the ways to make it digestible, right? So that we're not having to explain every single thing to a client. And it became something like kind of a 
a pop culture. People want to see this. They want to know, like, what is he talking about? And so they can email me and just say, add me to your newsletter. It's just joel at rate.com. So J-O-E-L at R-A-T-E dot com. And as simple as one sentence, add me to your newsletter. And then you'll get weekly updates and you'll be able to speak about the mortgage side. And it's not so... uh, it's not so cumbersome, right? We, we kind of break it down in ways that give you fun talking points and just help you through it. So that's one of the things that we love to do. And then helping clients get lower closing costs is the second one. So we can send you the email template where clients get a $1,500 closing cost credit if they're working with us. Uh, once that gets sent over with the newsletter, we're happy to help buyers as well. So yeah, there's a lot of good things coming up for the uh, listeners, DJ. Well, I think this is a great place to sort of wrap up for uh, for this episode. And Joel, as per usual, thank you. Um, great, great content, great information, super helpful for our listeners. And for everyone out there, if you don't have a good relationship with a loan officer, Joel and his team would love the opportunity to chat with you, reach out to him. You can email him. Also, uh, whether you want to get on his email list or partner with him, or maybe just send a client his way, or maybe you're a buyer or seller yourself uh, and are interested in lending opportunities. Um, Joel and his team are fantastic. So you can reach out to him, joel at rate.com. And uh, that's via email. And then Joel, what's the best way they could reach out by telephone? After I did this, I had about 15 or 16 individual conversations. I talked to people all over the United States and they were shocked to say like, you're actually going to spend time. And I love it because I like hearing about different markets and seeing what people are doing and just sharing my feedback. So yeah, 773-654-2049. You'll either have me pick up personally or you'll get a return phone call from me. And it's really great to see how just different markets work and what you're doing and we just share that information and help each other grow and and guaranteed rates in all 50 states so wherever you're listening to this from a guaranteed rate can likely help you and if they and if they're not able to assist they'll be able to tell you who to talk to uh, as well so anyway joel thank you once again for coming on you've been with us for years and years and years always brings great content we love having you on um excited to see you next month Uh, for another episode. And on behalf of the audience, we say thank you. On behalf of Joel and myself to the audience, we also say thank you. Please tell a friend about this show, everyone listening. Just think of one other agent that could benefit from hearing this information. Maybe they're a little depressed or down right now about the conditions of the market. This might help cheer them up and give them some things to talk about with their clients. So share this with the people in your office or any other realtors that you know. That's the best way you can help us grow and also support our sponsors too. Um, But yeah, reach out to Joel. Get on his mailing list, guys. Joel at rate.com. Ask to be on there. Trust me, it's worth it. It'll give you the ammo you need when you're talking with clients. Joel, thanks so much. Uh, We will see everybody on the next episode. Thank you, DJ.